0: You, you are, now are now tuned into the Newsbox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide. to bring, bring real, real f-
1: black radio back <laughs> to the masses.
2: Alright everybody, One two one two. what's going on? You're in tune to another live session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're up in here bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio. A diverse mix of old and new school music of all different types of genres from the black diaspora, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and all of that. As well as news, interviews, and commentary You got myself on the mix and commentary And DJ Fusion on the side You got my bro, John Judah What's going on there, Judah? Yes,
3: indeedy, yes, indeedy Yes, indeedy, yes, indeedy Well, thank God for another year Doing good, very well Well, of course, Fusebox Is where we dwell Doing well, glad to be Glad to be, glad to be upon a Few Fusebox, of course and glad to continue on definitely going to bring some some good things this year and i hope everybody loves it all right what's the deal
2: fusion doing good doing good happy to be here doing our first show of 2011 after a little bit of vacation and all that even the fuse box radio needs a little vacation so glad to be in here bringing you know some new sound vibes and all that good stuff, and respecting the old school, and of course, happy that our listeners are on board by whatever means they listen, whether it's via the podcast, through one of our um, dope broadcast affiliates, or um, however else they stumble onto the Fuse Box. We uh, get the Google alerts. It's kind of funny seeing how people find out about the Fuse Box Radio. So, definitely big ups to all y'all internationally and all that good stuff. And, you know, we hope to bring y'all more This year will officially This April will be officially The marking of our 13th year of the show existing So Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy You know, it's definitely a blessing So we appreciate everybody who's been a part Of this journey in a positive way Listeners, dope music artists People we've interviewed And um people we just dealt with in general Biz-wise and just encouraging and stuff For people to have this joint continue on. This is literally just about a third of my life I've been doing this show, which is kind of crazy. But it's all good and you know I'm glad that we've been able to continuously exist and do our thing in our way and get respect for it. So big ups to everybody on that. Um yeah, we'll do the quick rundown because you know we haven't been on the show live in a minute, so we definitely had to catch up on a few. News items that are really current And some that happened a few weeks ago You can definitely check out the Fusebox Radio Vibe on the web At our official blog site back.com Or our official official website At FuseboxRadioOnline.com That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X R-A-D-I-O Online.com the radio Online.com site Links to our Twitter, Facebook And all that good stuff But if you don't want to go over there And just want to go straight to the social networks You can do so Everything we do in Twitter.com slash radio. Again, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O So, Twitter.com slash FuseboxRadio Facebook.com slash FuseboxRadio YouTube, Vimeo, Flickr um, All that good stuff um, Definitely check us out Or just Google us, as people say I don't necessarily like that phrase But you can um, go to whatever search engine you like Type fuse Fusebox Radio Broadcast And our lovely logo And all that good stuff Should pop on up And people can see What is going on At BlackRadiosBack.com We have our Recently updated list Of all of our broadcast affiliates Besides our programming Check out all the great content Those various radio stations Websites and so forth Have of the radio show As well And of course Big ups to our Writing affiliate partners Over at Planet Ill Planet Ill.com And Oh Hell no and that's ohelnawblog.com Where we got the Indecent Exposure section At Planet Ill And uh, where we hype up Indie Artists And Mixtape Mondays over at oh Nall Blog As well as New Music Tuesdays Which once this first quarter gets kicking We'll have new reviews of all different types of music Genres along with the staffs Of both of those wonderful websites Yep, yep, indeedy So, you know, we had to do the Fusebox Radio blurb on that And oh, one real quick blurb Before we Get into the commentary and what we have coming up with this week's show. For those who are in the DC metro area, um, yours truly, DJ Fusion, has been chosen to do a um, presentation for the Ignite DC event on February 3rd, 2010. Um, Definitely check out more information on that at ignite-dc.com. Like the regular minus sign, ignite-dc.com. I'm going to be running my mouth for about five minutes on My viewpoint and everything of hip-hop For those who are familiar with things like the TED Talks And all that good stuff It's a similar type of format So come through It Don't really cost a whole bunch of money Get some food Eats, you know Get some mind stimulation There's a lot of great um, presenters who are going to be at this And again, everybody gets to speak for just about five minutes So we ain't gonna bore you Or do no nonsense I understand, you. but man, that's a weekday fuse What, What you talking about? Plus, we're going to have video of all that stuff later on, so definitely check that out and shout out to the Ignite DC team and all the people who went through the proposal. There were a lot of proposals that were put out, and I actually chose, you know, a sister to run her mouth, so stay tuned. More good things and more stuff from the other side from the Fusebox radio. We had to do that little bit of soap promo and all that good stuff. And of course, more mixtapes, events, and other good stuff will be coming in 2011, along with some stuff I'm just not going to talk about right now. You know, I don't like to do the jinx thing But, you know, good things look like they're happening And, you know, again, we're just blessed to be able to do this in our format And bring our vibe to you, the listener And, well, you know, sometimes y'all may disagree with, you know How we roll commentary-wise and all that But, you know, there's a respect level given And we appreciate that So, yeah John Judah Ready to get into some of this commentary real quick Before we get into the show? Say
3: it again
2: I said, you ready to get into some commentary real quick before we get into the show?
3: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeedy
2: world. Check this out. Yeah, we we, we got John Judah going through some stuff here. So, you know, that's why we had to pause. That's all good. That's all dandy. Um, With the commentary and... Actually, I'm just going to announce what we have on the show real quick to get into the commentary. Um, We have an interview with NYC's own hip-hop artist Saigon. I know a lot of people on the independent and major music circuit are familiar with him. He had his um, album, The Greatest Story Never Told, delayed for quite some time from Atlantic, but he ended up copying his masters and is now going to um, drop that project. A lot of big Just Blaze produced project along with a whole bunch of other good people. We were over at the um, DC listening session for the album, and there, there's some heat on there. And for people who like that, you know, East Coast style hip hop, it's definitely in full effect there and um it was a really good interview you know shout out to him and his management you know brother had a real good vibe um from what y'all can hear in the interview we definitely touched base on a whole lot of different subjects and yeah it's good i'm happy that we got that interview done and off i think it's a good start for our new year show we also got some um exclusive cuts from the album that we're going to be dropping in the show as well as, you know, some of his older tracks and everything. So, you know, I'm glad, you know, he was able to get out of some of that music industry forty eighty rule stuff. And, you know, do his thing. And again, you know, I don't think people really understand a good vibe from an artist is kind of rare these days. And not because they just need a PR or anything, it was just like a good free flow vibe and people when they hear the interview will see that, you know, people didn't come on, you know, some I'm a big star, uh, crazy type of nonsense or whatever. Which, you know, sometimes these cats around the corner can act that way No fit to catch around the corner But I know how people know how that goes, you know So, it's all good, it's all dandy We also got a new Black Agenda Report segment jumping off Shouts out to that entire crew of Glenn Ford, Jared Ball, and all of them And we also have a new direct effects segment From the, we got the new name for the crew Now the Black University Radio Network With Lamar Blackman and all of those good folks So shout out to all of our collegiate audience That um, checks us out And um, does good things On that end so We're jammed up, we're busy We're busy, we're jammed up But it's the Fusebox Radio You know, people who've listened for a while Know how we do for new listeners Um, The running of our mouth is going to be a little extensive Because again, it's our first show of the year But you know, we do our commentary Then you get a nice chunk of music And other good, diverse stuff So Definitely sit back, relax, and enjoy all of that good business on the commentary. And man, a lot happened within the past two or so weeks. And as we say, because we're a weekly um show here with the three hour um, mix show format, you know, sometimes there's weeks next to nothing goes on, and sometimes there's weeks a whole bunch of craziness goes on. And um, on the good side and on the bad side, that's what happened. Uh, while we were on vacation um, First, definitely prayers and condolences To the family, friends and fans Of Miss Tina Marie
3: No doubt, no doubt
2: You know, definitely a modern day R&B soul legend No doubt Definitely had a good reputation With how she rolled And a lot of great music I think she did about I think she did at least 12 to 13 albums Maybe a little more during her career uh-huh. And from my personal opinion She didn't make not one bad album Her last album That actually got released via um, Cash Money Records um, It didn't get a lot of play and stuff But it's a good album
3: That's Congo Square right? The
2: Congo Square album that's right
3: Yeah that's a good album
2: It's a fly piece of work And you know sometimes When we have people who constantly release stuff You know sometimes that quality falters and, And flails and stuff But that didn't happen with her you know, singer, songwriter, you know, she rolled with some serious people back in the day. Rolled with Motown when they were going through their 80s renaissance of R&B music. You know, rolled with the brother Rick James. People know how Rick James rolled with music. Down. And overall, um, even before her passing, she just had a really good reputation of being a good person. And, you know, cool and all that stuff, even when she was going through her ups and downs. And you know On the music And what's less the personality And I think that would be Sincerely missed Especially because In the mainstream radio When we're kind of In the age where You know R&B They're trying to put that Into a, a box Like how they're trying to do With pop music Or hip hop music Where if you're not doing These three things People try to declare you To be whack And you know She was one of those people They really couldn't do that to. She didn't get the promotion She used to But they couldn't say that About Tina Marie any way shape or form so that was definitely a loss and a shocker with her passing so you know we had to give respect where respect is due to you know a lot of our foundation people
3: okay.
2: also on the end of um sad passing and just terrible situation that's going on um our national and international audience probably knows of the shooting that happened over in Arizona where um, one of our congresswomen, um, Congresswoman um, Giffords, got shot by, at the moment the news is fluctuating up and down, but essentially one can say a crazy person. They rolled up on her while she was at a safe, um, Safeway at a shopping center for kind of like a meet and greet political thing. And besides her, a whole bunch of other people got killed or injured, including a nine-year-old girl who was born on 9 I'm sorry, 2001, (laughs) which is just um, insane, and I'm sure people have seen the mugshot of this dude and everything, look like a straight skinhead nut. And there's a debate going on in this area about whether some of the inflamed political rhetoric here in the U.S. by what they call the right-wing parties attributed to that. Now I put it like this. Crazy can be crazy, but can be crazy, but people can aggravate crazy people. And regardless of whether Dude was just off his rocker or if he was influenced by a lot of inflamed rhetoric, especially since the inauguration of President Barack Obama, the situation is just a tragedy. And, you know, those families and other people who were affected are definitely in our hearts and stuff. Because I, I can't imagine, like, you had somebody who probably was like, I'm just going to get some milk real quick. Uh, and they got shot up by this by this dude. No And, you know, that's that's just madness. That's just straight up straight up and down. So, you know, definitely prayers and condolences to the family friends and others who are affected by that, as well as our people in the state of Arizona who are not on that nonsense. Um, the state of Arizona has gone through a lot of conflict within the past thirty plus years. From the time Public enemy Um Protested The um Them not trying to do The Martin Luther King holiday Over there You know By the time they get The Arizona track Um To the immigration situation Going on over there To this particular situation That's happened now And one thing I can say Is that I understand On the side of politics People can be very passionate With what they want to talk about And what they want to express and I can't necessarily say one or two people caused this domino effect to happen. But some people know what the power of words have. And the power imagery can have. And when you have on that representative's district, like Sarah Palin had, you know, crosshairs on a poster in the States talking about these are the people who got to be taken out. You know what I'm saying? You know, y'all gotta reload and all that other nonsense You can't think that somebody who might be a little bit off their rocker Or just need an excuse to do something Might not hop on that You know, responsibility has to be taken With what you say Especially when you have a huge format to say such things And I think it's kind of despicable Seeing how a lot of people are trying to do the Typical CYA, cover your ass situation With that and almost try to blame other people Like it's y'all's fault it's y'all's fault There's like a bunch of people who are dead right now Some people who might not be able to walk the same again Or whatever Who are alive right now Or do other stuff And uh, you know just do a little You know routine Wow that's sad but anyway It ain't our fault just looks stupid It looks really pitiful And you know it's just a lot of people Showing where they stand And I hope that there are parts of the population, regardless of your political affiliation, that know this is a mess and some of this really inflamed stuff, which is essentially for no reason but to control people, needs to stop. Mm-hmm. But um that's my opinion. Um you got anything on that, Jude? I know I've been babbling for a minute.
3: No, I think you covered it very well. I mean, at the end of the day I think people maybe say things, um, uh, because maybe they're hurt by certain things. But if you're saying it Saying something, I think, to cause um, anger or to try to uh, um, inflame something that's different—if you have that intent—and you know, obviously, um, you know well, I mean, um, that's a bad situation, you know. And I think, uh, I think we can just keep moving on that.
2: No doubt And for people who think It's just a political thing Real quick It's not necessarily Just that there's also A mainstream media That puts out This type of rhetoric And imagery All of the time And doesn't show Other people's sides To stuff No
3: doubt
2: Or tries to make it Real basic So you know This isn't just You know One or two people Who are saying junk That I think That control everything There's people That control who Whose messages Get put out No doubt and in the mainstream media cycle That's being owned more and more By big conglomerates. You gotta kinda think about Why some of these people Were like man They got power Why the hell do they have power Why is that person Being put out there As being quote unquote important But you know That's just my particular Train of thought Cause some of the people We might look at As like wow That dude did nut job He always says crazy crap on TV Why does he get paid To say crazy crap on TV If nobody wants to be out there But yeah, just my train of thought um, on that, Um, yeah man, what else has been going on? So much has been happening lately, oh, all my people who are being affected by the crazy weather in Australia, we hope everything's going okay with y'all with the flash floods.
3: No doubt about that, definitely.
2: And um, things of that sort, also all of my people have been hit with various degrees of snow here in the states and beyond, I hope y'all are okay. Yum! about a day or two ago, here, it was like literally in 49 states it was snowing. Maybe not heavy snow, but it was snowing, including Hawaii. Mm-hmm. The only state where something wasn't going down was Florida. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether you're a believer of climate change or mom nature pitching a fit or not, you know, this, this stuff is weird going on, so... You know there's people who are getting like Hurt up by that so I hope everybody on That end is okay Also um, during this broadcast we are at a very uh, Important milestone uh, Still to me A tragic milestone We're a year um, mark- We're into a year marking The earthquake in Haiti so And unfortunately The country of Haiti is still in a really Precarious situation I think the last statistics I saw in terms of the people they have estimated who passed away from that I think just directly from the earthquake much less people who've passed since then has been over 300,000 people over 300,000 people and um, supposedly over a million people in the country who are displaced still in other words not having a permanent home and stuff like that also um, shamedly A lot of the money that was donated by countries and or um, nonprofit organizations has not reached the country yet for rebuilding and it's it's crazy and there's a whole lot of things that are suspect on that particular level also there were elections that happened not too long ago in Haiti that people are already disputing like crazy which you would understand where have your country still kind of a mess why the hell you having elections you know what I'm saying? That's just me and my basic logic. Like, you're not going to be able to have people who might even be able to properly regulate that. Especially when there's an election process that's already kind of supposedly on the shady side. Yeah. You know, you don't got a home when somebody saying, here's some money, you vote this way. What do you think going to happen?
3: No, no, Or force this yeah, crew to vote this way? Yeah, it's like Haiti and Jamaica are like working on like a third world thing. Mm-hmm. Where criminal criminal elements can, are, are sometimes directly connected to the people in power. So, well, sometimes who's in power can determine how things flow. So, well, in other words, the governments are in bed in some ways. But well, not necessarily even the IMS or the World Bank, but just the, the criminal element. And, and Haiti and Jamaica have been back.
2: Mm-hmm. No doubt. And there's a lot of innocent people in between who I think unfortunately are going to be more tragically affected by this We hope the best for all of our brothers and sisters in Haiti And you know big up all the genuine people who are down there and, and in other places Who want the country to be helped and built up to a solid state No doubt, no doubt And all that where people can live in a proper and humane way and fashion Since unfortunately I think there's a lot of chess being played with Haiti that's going to be coming out very soon I agree there's a whole, whole lot of backwards chess because there's a bunch of countries um, that have Eurocentric backgrounds plus other countries that have had beef with Haiti since they freed themselves around Toussaint Louverture days. Uh-huh. So, you know, if somebody who all of a sudden just comes up and all these countries seem to love whoever gets in quote-unquote charge, there, there's, something, there's something going on. There's something serious going on, but... Um, We'll see as time goes by with that. Um, In a way, it's like Katrina. It's just very sad to see how people are just trying to play people out over there because these are countries of color, particularly countries where there's a majority population of people of African descent. No doubt. So, mm, yeah, we got to go through that. What else do we have? On our last show, we talked about um, Newark, New Jersey, reducing a lot of its population of police. They've done even more this past week, which I I don't know what people think. I mean, it's not necessarily the wild, wild west in Newark, but it's kind of bugged out in certain areas. And, you know, we know that the police can be both on the good and bad levels in anywhere, much less around that way. But the way the... There was a huge buildup when their current mayor came into office, uh-huh. um, Cory Booker. Now all these people are being laid off uh-huh. during the winter. A lot of people laid off during the holidays, and um, I was just up around that way. And the unemployment situation up there is horrific. No doubt. I don't care what your ethnic background is. Like Jersey is, it's just kind of hardcore right now. If you don't have a gig And To think that If your people Who already have A necessarily criminal mindset Are just going to chill When the police Aren't around no more I don't know man I I I think that's a bad look No doubt I think that's a very Very bad look And hopefully somebody Can straighten up Some things With that Oh and big ups to Rhyme Fest He Um is going ahead and running for alderman Of Chicago well, no. um, People tried to do some Blocking of him and stuff like that And contest um, tried to contest his residency requirements mm. So somebody's Kind of scared of a hip hop generation dude Running over there <laughs> And what not And I mean I've heard a brother speak on a whole bunch Of different things and you know read his write ups And stuff you know this is not a dumb dude This is not like a, a PR ploy that's going on so you know we're gonna be checking out more of the um election stuff and everything with that and um we definitely wish him um the best of luck and you know to keep those intentions alive and if he does get that position make some good actions for the people in the city of chicago and all that good stuff and let me see here let me see here I mean no I'm probably missing out on some things again it's the past three weeks I'm going through all of our various stories of interest and stuff right now oh um, for all my music industry people the supreme court excuse me the Supreme Court here in the United States is going to be going over a lawsuit where they talk about the major labels price fixing stuff for CDs and music releases Um, The case is Sony Entertainment Versus Kevin Starr But it involves all of the current Damn I've been doing this for too long When I came into the game it was like the big six Now it's the big four Um, The big four labels Sony, Warner Music EMI And a unit of Universal Music Group And essentially The complaint um, accuses The labels Of going ahead and just sending A flat fee per song when they sent music online, in addition to high subscription fees when they started doing various music services on top of all the restrictions that music used to have, because this case was really founded back around 2001. So basically this is the case about the labels running people's pockets. And when you look at that, you kinda gotta look at people, you know, doing the bootleg thing slightly differently just a little bit worth, like you know y'all are essentially trying to run people's pockets you ain't really paying artists and everything like you used to and some of the quality was being put out ain't what it used to be so you know it should be a pretty big deal I'm curious to see how it goes with this price-fixing case and all of that and speaking of there's another um, situation that happened um, with the big four labels They had to pay a group of artists and composers Upwards to $45 million To close a class action lawsuit in Canada Because of copyright infringement claims And with that it was saying that um, The labels were selling CDs containing songs and stuff That the label did not secure the rights for From the publishers and artists so there's a whole lot of Music industry 4080 stuff going on to so all my indie artists and other artists out there who are listening to the radio show. Stay on your toes, man. People are, are really trying to be slicking on that nonsense. And it's kind of good to see that at least a little bit of it's getting caught out there. But, you know, you should stop that process before it even starts. And, whoo, man. Let me see here, let me see here. Yeah, that's about it. I don't really have gotten too much reality TV junk I want to talk about during this week's show. I just saw, like, one episode of What Chili Wants, and I was like, what I want to do is change the channel. Because it's kind of wide. Um And all my stuff I usually watch, I might occasionally babble about. It's just starting off their new seasons as we're recording this show, so... All of that talk, people can get on this radio show later or follow the Twitter feed because people know when I'm watching a reality TV show at times. Um, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio. I'll babble a little something about it. And uh, my viewpoint and all of that jazz. And oh, really quickly the dude who shot um, Representative Giffords in Arizona. It's funny seeing how he's treated and how somebody of color would have been treated. Yeah. Or of another religion Would have been treated Because you can't tell me If that was not like a black dude Or what people want to Stereotypically put out there As a Muslim Like an Arab dude Or something like that no, That for one They would have just been Shot to hell dead Right there By security And secondly If somebody all of a sudden Wanted to be ready To call for war Or something okay. Against whoever people
3: doesn't, Whoever mm-hmm. doesn't Whoever doesn't See that Is very naive, That it wouldn't Have been different Walked into a girl you know what I'm saying, which is supposed to almost seem like, a, you know, like really, you know, just a normal way of life for people and what they do and just going to get their food and somebody comes up in there and shoots them. Mm-hmm. A black person doing it. I'm glad he wasn't black. I'm glad he wasn't African-American because then it would have been the reverberation, the effect. Mm-hmm. Would have just been something that would have, you know, made people tie into the more eugenic theories about people being inferior by nature, which are actually demonic,
2: corrupt first mm-hmm. ideas that, you know, really don't capture really what is. No doubt. And you know, think about it. If it was a black anti government dude, and this add on top of it if they happen to even remotely say they even were near Muslim cats. It would have been over Mm O-V-E-R Period I don't care what political side Some people would have said they were on They would have been like Oh there's a crazy Negro Let's go You know what I'm saying And like I said I think homeboy Whatever means he's gone about it How they're going to explain it Is a nut They're crazy And they deserve all the punishment They need to get But I just find it Interesting like you will have a shooting like over at Fort Hood about a year or so ago And um, that was a man of Middle Eastern descent They were all up in this business like Oh my god he's he has a Quran he's Muslim And they, that, that was it mm-hmm. People's minds just shut down and that was a crazy situation and tragedy as well But they nickpicked all of that type of stuff to fit into a stereotype mm-hmm. And with this one it's just like oh he's troubled or he might have mental issues and blah 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 Whereas anybody of color I don't care This is my personal opinion But anybody of color would have got reamed The second that situation happened Just rolling up in there with a gun And just, just from shooting the congresswoman Much less the federal judge that got shot Who was over there and got killed Much less the little girl who got killed And um, various other people it's, it's, it's just a sad case It's just a really really sad case And this just shows that Unfortunately You know our media is on some nonsense It has been for quite some time Because I haven't heard the term Domestic terrorist yet In regards to the story in Arizona And that should be the perfect example Somebody who wants to incite Fear and all that other type of stuff By an act of violence towards, uh, the thor- uh, towards Authority That's usually called domestic terrorism
3: that's right. Like the Ku Klux Klan and the White Citizens Council and and him those, those are domestic
2: terrorists. Exactly, Timothy McVeigh, domestic terrorist. And even with that case in Oklahoma City, they didn't look for a white dude first. No doubt. They wanted to immediately go ahead and blame somebody else and just lucked up on finding out that he was a nut. And I think sometimes they
3: avoid calling these people with domestic terrorists because. Of this. They're they're useful in their way of intimidating people and kind of keeping people in line in certain parts of the country. And so why they're useful, they won't necessarily get that real label in the media. Mm -hmm. But essentially, that's what they are. That's what they have been doing since America has been founded. That's not an exaggeration. Since America has been founded, there's been domestic terrorism against people of color.
2: No doubt, no doubt So yeah, I, you know I know I had to deviate a little bit with that But that was just one thing that just popped up in my mind um, Right quick that I thought was um, Just a very important thing To bring up and say Besides the fact that You know, like I said before the, These right wing cats are all trying to do the CYA maneuvers Or whatever You got gangster rappers who talk one or two big pieces of junk And people want to call them out all day But you can't call out one of these, you know Privilege white politicians Without being unfair Somehow That's kind of crappy If the power of words Can be all on these other people If you know Former President George W. Bush can cry Because Kanye said he ain't like black people And all of a sudden You know there was economic collapse Ever since then or whatever the hell people want to think You know What about the rhetoric these other people been spitting You know what I'm saying If if you're going to make it an equal plane Make it an equal plane You know This wasn't something that was perpetuated By people of color In any way shape or form I'm not a fan of Michael Steele But he ain't talk that type of junk To influence stuff to happen You know what I mean So just a train of thought right there but anyway, man, whew, we got a lot to get into. We got the Saigon interviews, Saigon songs, exclusives. I got a few old, new school tracks in the mix. Black Agenda Report, Direct Effects, and of course the ill John Judah throwdown old music. That should be a nice surprise for my people from the DC metro. That's all I'm going to say. Yes
3: indeed, yes indeed. We are wild. Well, we're glad that you too back in to the you and we want to let you know we're going to continue to give you the good shows and different shows, the different type of shows. But, of course, we got the little music and the audio right here featuring first of the year, sound that's clear, of course. And DC Metro, we're going to have a little jump ball, all right? We all Why World We Love You, Tuesday Box Radio, nothing above you.
2: Alright, no doubt, no doubt You're in tune to the syndicated Fusebox Radio broadcast With DJ Fusion and John Judah 21st century radio for the masses Alright, peace. peace
4: We're out of here
2: You are now listening to Fusebox Radio DJ Fusion I
5: got a You're playing some kind of by the jam. You're living foul for bam, a bam, digga digga bam. I'm like the pimp, style, squeezing cap out the mic. The black bam boom box, To duck pump. We started with a shot to clear the spot. And what I'm saying when we're rolling, we're a force. See so the roll with the flow or get lost. Now stepping the suckers with the funk we were brand on. While I'm I'm the brothers like when we're rolling the with the head the on. Head it must be.
0: Listening to a Fuse Box Radio yeah. with DJ Fuse He's a superstar, yeah. Told y'all. He's a
6: superstar, yeah
7: Superstar, blowing smoke at the hookah bar, the pull of wound on my neck is a rooker star. Pop bottles, yo, but not just pain. You drink Cristal? Oh, that's a damn shame. I down Kettle 1 bottles of that gray goose, that white Hennessy. Then I smashed the boom for real superstar. Check out the booty off, red and white, green hair, that's Gucci ball. Look how the jacket matches, loafers is looking crazy. Dutch is pumped up, plus I live in Macy. This is dead all. They call me Star Galicians, cause my turn game It's a liquid vicious. I got stupid money, so I'ma keep paying. I keep the paparazzi and the fans saying, He's a superstar, yes.
8: She's super a superstar. She's a, super, 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 oh, yeah. a superstar the yeah. soup, the soup, which is the She's super, super, a
7: superstar yeah. the soup, the soup, She's a superstar Yeah! Mean coach, rock diamond, wishless, ain't Rose so thick. I don't need a wishless. Swing down to my torn meniscus. Red copper, fair superstar status. Wish Mike was there to tell you I'm the baddest. Stalked by TMZ, of my Oprah. Formed everywhere from the garden to the copra. Let's take some more vanilla bean to the mocha. Toker, be quick, fast, a poker. The ace is faded in the deck. Use a joker. Lawson, always the center of attraction. And I bring Red Man if it's time for some action. Grimy, soon on the four top tenantry. Beast of the food chain, that's how it's meant to be. He's a superstar, yes. yes.
8: She's a super
0: Show skyscraper presence in your memory. Spotlight forever, reflect on my accessories. Exotic with it till you vomit be the recipe. Moving forward ain't nothing at all ahead of me. Legendary remedy till it's medical, get it? Magnetic can be the most incredible with it. More than legible with it. Marsh pit, lyrically godsend. To the point, see the cynical image. Beyond the star stores traveling to Venus. Now you look at me just weird while I'm off into a genius. Sometimes it's startling the way that people see us with the... Robbie, heavy and be weighing on my penis. Funny how the love me fake, but I ain't stressing. Thankful for the love that's genuine. Appreciate the blessing. Rock star, living while I'm handling my bitch, shining brighter than the sun. And you know just what it is. He's a superstar. Yes. Yeah. Super, super,
6: super, super
9: Damager with DJ Fusion on the Fuse Box. I'm to find, you know,
4: about to lose my mind, cause I can't take my hands off this phone. The floor's getting tight, still feels so right. Settle down, we can talk. but for now I wanna rock with you. Love. There's so much to say without a sound.
7: Check it out, DJ Fusion on the
8: Fuse Box. Mm-hmm.
10: There's a miracle with me and you, but these miracles don't last forever. If there's something that my words could do, I would say whatever. So I close my eyes and make a wish that this moment doesn't pass. And if I could give you one last gift, I would make them stop And dance like we own the world 2010 I wanna do it all again 2010 Think about what we might do But we never find the time to do it This year I changed my mind Watch me help you through it. 2010. I want to do it all again. 2010. So I close my eyes and make a wish that this moment doesn't pass. And if I could give you one last gift, I would make them stop time and dance like we own the world. 2010.
11: A recently published article reviewing academic research of nation branding got me thinking about last week's statement from Chuck D of the legendary rap group Public Enemy. On the one hand, this article by Nadia Kaneva describes at least some work whose focus is the ways in which nations are branded and for what purposes. She describes competing views of nation branding, various definitions and claims of particular impact. But it is clear that at least some in the world of high finance and geopolitical strategy consider nation branding as necessary to the process of social engineering, managing populations and exerting a political and ideological dominance over the world. On the other hand, Chuck D's concerns over hip hop's condition or place in the world speak to Knava's own worries over the future direction of nation branding research. Chuck, represents what she describes as the blind spot in such research that avoids questions of how nation branding specifically impacts subnational and transnational identities. The hip hop nation and certainly the more real black and brown nations that produce it are indeed sub and transnational and are impacted in specific horrific ways. Of course, brands aren't meant to convey anything real brands are mirages meant to convey that which its producers think will yield them the most benefit economically or politically. And nobody brands like the United States. And especially since 2008's brand of the year became president, the United States has for two years been named the world leader in global image. In fact, as a leading public affairs brand researcher says, 2009 was a year in which we saw the United States make a significant leap in standing to the top nation spurred by the election of President Obama. Its reputation in the world had been renewed, restored to its proper branded position as a beacon of democracy and free trade business opportunity. Chuck D's concerns over the condition of hip hop worldwide is also an issue of competing brands. And as he says, never before have so many been pimped by so few. He points out that the hip hop community in the United States has lost its prominence globally. Among his many concerns is that corporate dominance over the cultural expression and ownership of mass media have forced hip-hop nation founders to now be last among those in the world who perform its core elements. Because of this nation's ability and need to brand itself as quintessential freedom, it must brand its oppressed as both deserving of that suffering, but also able to overcome it. So simultaneously, for instance, Black America can be said to have reached its highest level of long-term unemployment since 1948, and still be able to produce a president and the famous rappers, all of whom can be exported to the world as proof of this nation's brand. Regarding the hip-hop nation, Chuck D explains, while we have been kept from developing our national talents, the cultural legacy has been taken up overseas. There, rappers are, he says, rhyming in three languages, which has created super rappers to move the crowd with intensity and passion. But the arrogant American, Chuck continues, comes in blackface. Reasons for this, he summarizes, is a lack of support from local radio, television, and community in the United States, which prevents local acts from thriving in their own radius and has killed the ability to connect and grow into a proper development as a performer, entertainer, and artist. This is, of course, the inevitable outcome within the confines of a sub-nation held in hostility. As Kaneva's article points out, every nation is a brand, and most nations have their brand made for them. This imposed condition requires an equally imposed brand. In this case, it is a brand that of necessity protects against the most likely group historically to have its cultural expression reflect its genuine condition. Popular rap music is the perfect low cultural brand equivalent to the higher cultural product that is brand Obama. Both demonstrate the restorative capacity for the country's global image and therefore the responses must be similar. Just as hip-hop must from within develop its own brand that will topple that which has been created for it by a hostile and dominant nation, so too must we develop from within that which will rebrand what is real political struggle, movement, and leadership. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Jared Ball. Online, go to www.blackagendareport.com.
13: been right here on the Fuse box radio DJ. And then yeah. met me yeah. That be clever. Uh, Talk about the city, dog. Look, Look. I was in New York City. Riding an A train. Uh, just holding my head. Trying to maintain. Uh-huh. Some old man came. And he asked for some change. I just shook my head and laughed at the man. He said, young blood, you could crash in the rain. And still wouldn't experience half of the pain. That I've been through. Uh, you ain't been me. But I've been you. It's violent too. I was in norm, you be ducking
14: dudes with bullets, I was ducking motherfuckers with a bomb, said I probably know your moms, gave him a dollar and said peace, God, he looked at me and just kept going. Give me a chance to explain myself, but just don't blame yourself for what I do. Yeah. Don't need your verbal to ease my pain, these herbals would spill the stain, I'm listening to you. Making your own exceptions, trapped in backwards directions, in the end you sure it knew, yeah. Can't see the buildings for the city, grey are never getting pretty, by the second getting tall instead of short, sure the wall is getting higher, turning lies into a spot, the corporate buyer will fall, corporate buyer will fall, yeah. She drives every time to make no sense. you, you, you know talk make a You get all we will she can make or get fired, did you run and get tired, suck this get high, what the fuck are you trying to say, every time I know that
13: You depart and left my dishes torn slim. I remember flirting with your friends and you be flipping on them. The missionary position, I used to feed you my manhood. I even devoured you because the power, you were so damn good. Them sad songs had me popping on big tops. Quarter for my memories, a water full of teardrops. I think deep when I recollect of your mind state. Lately, I contribute to the rising of the crime rate and grown red. All the same thoughts in my dome dead. Was it something I said that made you aim at your own head? continue sleeping hey. i'm sorry i was wrong for cheating i'm in your heart Goodbye. even though it's no longer being and it's off that hey, shit girl you could have warned me girl
6: hey, baby.
8: Uh.
0: Goodbye. Uh. yo check this out this is chuck the public enemy you're now listening to fuse box radio with dj fusion harder than you think
13: That bulls**t rap, the crime rhyme is still black on black And we need a leader like me to get us back on track When y'all make them diss records, do you know what you do in the black community? Markin' and promote the fact that we lack unity The white people look at you and laugh You look like a porch monkey boy, dancing for cash Wanna get on a record and talk trash? See him at the awards and don't do but walk mad And that, that's something we call crap Power rappers actin' so hard when they really just are Abandonation on a war pad. And then we gotta bring some heat out because we changing the forecast. Like, whoa, the greatest story never told. Whoa, 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 whoa. The greatest story never told. Whoa, whoa, The greatest story never told. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's, it's time for America yeah. Yeah. Once again, in our beginning, I was sitting down in the ninth inning of the game of life i winning, I teach you how to rhyme. Y'all only know how to riddle. I beat the government, won't do me like Malcolm Little. They say that I'm a threat to the society. Since I put my thinking cap on, to stop letting them lie to me. You gotta take it back to face the fact. These D's look at us as just another case to crack. If I bust a gun in the hood, I get Attica or the cat. I bang a GAT and I rack, I get a pat on the back. It's best believe I know better than that. This a lesson for all my listeners. It ain't just regular rap. It's the greatest story that ever been spat. Gonna teach the hood, and at the same time, make my pockets elephant fat. You can have all, the irrelevant rap Me and my n- just blaze bring the true elephant back You can go, woo, it's the greatest story never told. Woo, whoa, woo, whoa, woo, whoa, woo, 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 the greatest story never woo, 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 woo
2: Right, everybody, one two one two. What's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah since 1998 from our New Jersey findings. Whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're here to bring you the best. What we call 21st Century Black Radio, mix of old and new school music, news commentary, and all that good stuff. Y'all know that um, we hop back and forth between DC and Jers. And during one of my outings here in DC, we've ran into You know a literal um legend on the um independent music in and beyond that we've been rocking on the show for quite a while for our long-term listeners and we got our man saigon up in here right now i'm literally up in this nice fancy fancy hotel lobby getting ready to talk to him right now what's going on bro how's everything
15: everything is good man it's a pleasure to be here pleasure to be alive good to be black
2: (laughs) see that's the perfect star to our interview at the fuse box radio right there it's good to be black yes, sir. uh that's what's going on that's what's going on for those who for whatever reason may not know whatever you're representing from
15: uh, i represent new york city brooklyn you know upstate move snuggle i just represent new york and a whole man new york city all five boroughs I'm, I'm a neanderthal man so i bounced around my whole life so i don't just pinpoint one place i just say new, the almighty state of New York, and that's that's, that's where I hail from.
2: Alright, no doubt giving big ups to the area up top where we started and got our thing going on. Can't ever go bad with that. Um, I guess I'll just get right into everything. I mean, We know you've been on numerous tracks, solo, appearances, mixtapes, the entire nine, yet yeah, one thing that concerned I think especially a lot of your fans was that The Greatest Story Never Told would literally be The Greatest Story that was never told on WAX due to just so many delays going on, I guess, with the major label machine with Atlantic and all of that good stuff. And now we're finally hearing that the album's coming out, which is awesome um, through Suburban Noise Records, which is doing its thing lately. Um, I guess as much as people can tell the audience, I don't know how all of that stuff works. How did you get out of that big label situation with Atlantic? Because sometimes you just be hearing these horrible nightmare stories about never being able to get out folks never being able to get back their work much less being able to get out of that particular um situation with being tied down
15: well in a nutshell man i, I came to them and i agreed to pay them back if i said let me take my music and work it out on paper to where if I do take this music and make some money, I agree really to give you guys your money back. And that's all they care about is money. So, you know, once you come to them and say, hey, I'll pay you back. I understand that you guys spent money, but I'll give you your money back. You know, let me just take my music and go somewhere else and let it generate income. And I'll hit you back. And we, they said, okay, let's put it on paper to where we know we you're contractually bound to this agreement. And, you know, and it worked out, man. You know, it... it Atlantic Records was like industry school for me. It was, I learned a lot. And I was thinking like an artist the whole time I was there. And they, they treated me like an artist. And
8: mm-hmm.
15: when you think like an artist, you get treated like an artist. And, and, and this industry is a pimp and situation. It's like, you know, they, they, they'll they front you up some upfront money. And you give a black kid from the ghetto $100,000, $150,000, man, he thinks he's rich. He thinks he's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So he goes and signs his contract, which really neat, which really... They own, they own you. it's almost, almost like a slave, a slavery type situation. Like they own your voice, your likeness, your, your mm-hmm. picture. you can't even go sell your picture because they own, they own your likeness. So, yeah, it's deep, man. The contract is eighty-something pages. You know what I'm saying? We have mm-hmm. a tendency to just go look at the page of how much am I getting. Right. right. So you gotta understand. Oh, there's, there's, 80, it's a thick contract for a reason. And what they just pretty much saying is. And, and, Especially what they're doing to these new artists mm-hmm. is look man if we if we do invest in you we want a thousand percent return from it you see what I'm saying we don't want to break even we don't want to double our money or triple our money we want to quintuple or sextuple what we spend you know what I'm saying at your expense and that's, that's the way the game
3: is
2: damn that was a ill lesson right there I didn't <laughs> know necessarily I know about the music end and all that I didn't necessarily know like now they want to get into owning your image and all that yeah, I know I this 360 mean, nonsense yeah, be, you know they going hard be. with that yeah. so you know definitely have you able to get out of that because yeah, sometimes you know you just hear about like people's rec- records being in the closet and you know heaven forbid they might not ever come out till somebody goes to the other side yeah. and whatnot.
15: It's to the point now. They're not even investing in these artists no more. Like, if you don't have your own energy going and your own thing going, they're not gonna put no money behind you. So now it's like you gotta invest in yourself. You gotta, you gotta make it. All you new artists out there, people trying to get in this industry or get in this game, know that you have to come to them with bargaining power. Don't, you know, if they're not looking for you, you it's, it's not. Ninety percent of the chance you're not gonna get a record there with a major company you have to go out there and create your own energy, create your own thing to where even if you do get an opportunity to meet with these people, you can you can come to the bargaining table with something. You know what I'm saying? Don't just go to them and say, "Oh, I got a hot demo." Cuz they, they get hot demos every 50 times a day. They they throw demos in the garbage. They wanna know you got some a following, they wanna know you got some radio spins already, you got an energy, you got a fan base, and, and you know, but it's good for you because now you can go in there and say, look, you know, I'm already I got my movement going, I don't need you as much as you think I need you. So so all you new artists man, just don't think like an artist, think like a boss, think like a, a baby from Cash Money, think like a J Prince from Rap A Lot Records. Mm-hmm think like a you know you can't just be thinking like oh i'm gonna be a famous rapper because you'll be a broke famous rapper
2: yeah and through about the 12 13 plus years i've been doing this show i've just seen so many crazy stories on that level so that is definitely very very true and i know some people sometimes listen to the show and me and my partner john judah talking thinking that oh y'all just talking about the dark side there's a lot of dark side in terms of some of the stuff that happens trust me but you know, with that we get some of these stories where, you know, you gotta wisen up now with this music business now. You just can't be thinking I'm gonna get an MP three and a mic and use e share and throw out my single and I'm gonna be famous mm-hmm. and once. now you're gonna be on M T V or put your YouTube video out and you know, okay. you gonna be on Reedus and Kelly or whatever now, which is a whole other thing I'm gonna to to talk about with Saigon in a moment in terms of the changes I guess hip Hop has gone through in the past few years and um his opinion on that I'm um, speaking of the fan base the fan base has held you down real 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 lovely throughout all the turbulence because we have a very um short attention span you know ADD audience now with hip-hop to say the least and um with that you um had some mixtape that came out through the independent route but i heard there was kind of some problems on that level as well to deal with various distributors and um things of that sort i guess with that since you um i brought up the entire thing of you know you can't just be the guy who goes in the studio and on the mic you know you gotta know your business i guess from your end um what are some good business tips you can give for people who are getting into it right now who are like, yes, I like music, I like doing this, but I also want to have some money in my pocket at the end of the day, too. I want to get, you know, my money that I will get doing a nine to five, but I want my music to be how I earn my living.
15: Well, first thing I would say, you know, is invest in yourself, you know what I mean? You gotta invest. It's just like starting any business, you know what I'm saying? Anything you, you, the word business means something that makes money, you know what I'm saying? So, if you doing music because you love music, that's one thing. But if you want to be in the business of music, you have to find a way to, for it to generate income, generate money. So it, it, whether it's you pressing up your own CDs and going from the trunk, at the end of the day, it's gonna be the quality of your music, unless you just have a super fantastic gimmick. And you could do that. You could invest in your gimmick if you're gonna try the gimmick route. But but you know. Um, you know, you gotta just think like a businessman. You gotta think, okay, if I'm gonna spend $500 and press up, you know, 250 CDs and sell them at $10 a pop, you know, you gonna you gonna you gonna make some money. And then you just flip it. It's almost like the drug game. Any any anything you win, you're gonna have to invest. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have to have an initial investment, whether it's big or small. You gotta have to just flip it and flip it and flip it until it grows and grows and grows. So. You gotta think as if you were selling keychains. You gotta think of you selling T-shirts. You print up the T-shirt for five dollars and go sell. Try to sell it for twenty dollars. The same thing with music. You know what I'm saying? You try to you try to limit your cost. to Anything you could do for less money, you do it, and then you, you get your stuff out there. And then you know, then it becomes you, be, you, you gain a demand, and your music starts to sell more and more and more and more. And next thing you know, like I say, you know, you be able to make a living off of it. I know plenty of people. Who make them that we never even heard of? That make a living off music, mm-hmm. and it's, it's real talk. They they sell their little six thousand CDs every time out. Mm-hmm. They put out a mixtape and sell six thousand of them on their own mm-hmm. and, and eat. You know what I'm saying? Do their little shows here and there and pay their bills really off music. You know what I'm saying? Everybody think you 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 either gotta be Jay Z or MC Hammer in this game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like you're filthy rich or you messed up. Like there's a lot of space in between. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't going to make $400 million. Everybody ain't going to make $100 million. Mm-hmm. We got to stop looking at the, the dudes who do and trying to set that precedent. And because it's, it's a goal, it's really like winning a lotto. Mm-hmm. I don't see a person that won a lotto on TV and say, I need to start playing a lotto. Because I know that the, that the odds of me winning is are very, 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 very small. Like one in a billion. So if you want to... if you wanna I'm devote if you want to devote a lot of your time and energy and, and to those odds then more power to you but i don't think it's a smart thing to do you gotta think realistically to think if i could generate 60 seventy thousand a year of music i'm doing great
2: i'm about to say that's sweet i, I don't yeah. know anybody <laughs> who complains about that i know some yeah. independent artists like you saying who i'm like damn can holla how at me at <laughs> some of these people because yeah. they are learning the lesson that you are With this, I also think some people get wrapped up in terms of the entire mainstream arena. Like, if I don't get love from the mainstream arena, I'll never blow up, I'll never eat. And in 2010, I noticed something that kind of irks me. I'm kind of curious about your viewpoint of it. It seems that more and more people are reaching out for that, which is fine and dandy. I think people want to get their music and stuff out to many people as possible. But a lot of stuff is just getting kind of watered down when people are trying to brag about that, you know, no fit to these people. I'm on Jimmy Kimmel, my joint was on. Regis and Kelly ain't nobody else doing it it's like well when the hell did those cats remotely even define what's hot in hip hop man those cats don't even really care about you no
15: they don't care at all man because you know we, we, we warped like our minds has been messed up like as far as when it comes to this we forget that hip hop is black music you know what I'm saying? Every 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 other every other kind of genre of music we created was taken away from us. From rock and roll mm-hmm. to you know blues to everything. They go, oh yeah, you know, and we, we we lose the origin of it. And then you know years down the line, it becomes something else that is not. Hip hop is black music. This is our culture. This is something that we created out of our messed up living conditions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's something we created out of being living in poverty and being poor and not having certain resources that other people have. You know, for recreation and entertainment. So we created our own thing. Now it's like we just giving it away. If you look at, if you look at, we we got all these. We in D.C. right now. I'm glad to say that because this is a very the ghetto in D.C. is one of the worst in the country. Mm-hmm. You see, what I'm saying the murder rate is always up there high high and this is right next to the white house Mm -hmm. so it gotta make you stop and think and go dag man what's wrong what's wrong why is is this Mm -hmm. this is by design this is not by no coincidence and just happen to be like that Mm -hmm. it's by design and if you look at hip hop which is black music and comes from the inner city and comes from these conditions Mm -hmm. it doesn't reflect these conditions no more If you turn on the radio you're gonna hear about people talking about Ferrari, or, or or they got they're making it rain. They throwing away money. They got money to give away. And it's not the situation in our communities. We we in the, some of the worst econ- economical times we ever faced in our lives. So why doesn't when when has hip hop lost such a touch with reality to where it's all a fantasy world? It might be a big rapper's reality to drive a Ferrari, but how many Ferraris do you see going up and down the street in the ghetto?
2: That don't get stolen. <laughs>
15: yeah, yeah, and if they do come through on one, you got to watch out, they scare scared to death because they looking for the jack boys and the stick-up kids. You see what I'm saying? The, the music always used to reflect the times up until now. Now it's become like a big fantasy. All we do to use it is to promote these companies, the, these owners of these companies mm-hmm. who don't give a damn about our kids. They don't give a damn about our people. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to see you look at you look at the, 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 the distilled liquor companies for, for a second and these vodka companies.
8: Mm-hmm. Every
15: two years, two or three years, hip hop makes these one of these vodka companies the biggest thing in the world. A Few years ago, first it was Belvedere. Belvey. Everybody was drinking Belvey because it was in the Bunch of rap songs. Mm-hmm. Belvi, they stock went through the roof. Then that fell off when Grey Goose came. Oh, now it's about Grey Goose. Stock went through the roof. I'm talking about mm-hmm. making Not these it. dudes millions. Mm-hmm. Hypnotic, okay. nouveau. i seen dudes drinking this pink drink. I'm like, what is th- what is that? Oh, you don't know about this? This that nouveau, son. You ain't up on this. No, you just a monkey yeah. see, monkey do. Now it's Ciroc. Mm-hmm. Now the new vodka is Ciroc. Oh, we got, yo, you ain't up on that Ciroc? I'm like man, I'm not a I'm not a a, a guinea pig. I'm nobody's you know experiment mm-hmm. and it's sad because it, 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 we didn't see the influence of these uh, what this does for these companies like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all these, these these corporations who don't really give a damn about us and don't invest in our communities. Mm-hmm. Why you feel it's your business to promote these companies and make them so much money?
2: No doubt. I mean to a degree, I mean this is my particular viewpoint, it almost seemed that you know literally you're cooning for sense right now to to blow up in the mainstream hip-hop wise where it's like nobody's afraid no one's gonna be afraid of you if you're cooning you know what i mean it's
15: gonna look worse than blackface in 20 years we laugh at the dudes used to put on blackface and do the tap dancing and all that and and the minstrel show but they were feeding their family they looked at it like yo i'm gotta feed my family Mm -hmm. and that that was their excuse i gotta eat yeah. so this is our excuse for for cooning now we gotta eat we gotta get this paper so i'll do anything i'll but, but we're gonna look back because there's always a time when you look back and in retrospect mm-hmm. we're gonna be like i can't believe who's doing that shit. And, and then that's what's gonna happen
2: no doubt no doubt and i'm glad i'm just totally not off of this because it's time to get the blank stare when i bring this up and it's like no it's not you know <laughs> And the thing that I think that kills this the entire situation is we're talking this This not it hasn't been that long ago when you had more diverse hip hop on the mainstream airwaves and other places now and people are trying to regulate the internet now you literally had to go on the internet to, to, to find a lot of it.
15: stuff they're trying to regulate that this is the thing they're trying to take my man got a site and they just shut his url down
2: mm-hmm. shout out to on smash by the That's
15: way what I'm talking about my man hop shout out to hop and it's like trying to say that he's charging people to put content on it like come on no he's not Hoff ain't never charged me a dollar Hoff ever 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 he charged nobody in my camp nothing to put anything if I had a song I want to league, I get it to Hoff it's right up there and now they just trying they just don't want us to have a shot in life period mm-hmm. and it's sad it's like come on man if you cut a man thumbs off and cut his hands and feet off how you expect him to, to do anything man and it, it's sad because we don't have no leaders, man. Us as black people, we don't have no leadership, man. Everybody else got leadership. They have somebody that they can represent. You could say Barack Obama or whatever. He's a black president, but he still works with them. He works for them. He's a the president of the country, he's not the CEO. He don't. He don't call the shots. He has to answer to somebody every day. It's good that he's a black figurehead and it promotes peace and hope for us to know that we, we can climb the, but we've been knew that we can climb the ladder, we put our minds for anything, look where we come from in America, no from, to, from being s- slavery 120 years ago, to where we at now, so come on, the sky's the limit, and we've been knew that, but, you know, it was up to us, and, and us as, I like to talk to adults, that's why I am talking to the adults, but I speak for the kids, because kids, the kids are gonna be kids, but us, we, we're here to set an example for our, the next generation, because we're going to be old and gray and die off, you know, before they will. So we have to we have to lead by example and show our kids that, you know, we have to learn how to economize. We got to learn how to have unity. Mm-hmm. We got to learn how to love each other and respect each other and take care of our children and be responsible. And, and it's something that, you know, is hip hop, which is our strongest weapon, mm-hmm. and we're not using it
2: no doubt very very true and one thing which is a perfect segue is you know you're about what you're talking about I know you've been doing things with the Abandonation organization for quite some time for those who don't know in our audience can you give a little bit of information about what Abandonation is about and how people can be involved
15: oh yeah we got Abandonation in Arms Reach And Arms Reach is just to let, let you know that we're not far away from from our people you know I man we um we deal with kids your parents are incarcerated we just expanded we got a little a uh, grant you know so our partner, Sharif Clayton and Ter- Terrence Stevens, we're just um, we reaching out to just at-risk kids and kids, teaching them the importance of literacy, of education, of, of being a man, you know what I'm saying? Of being a, a man and a woman and, and, and being responsible for your actions because we love to point fingers, man. They got so many things around that distract us, whether it's entertainment, whether it's the nightclub, or everybody think life is one big party. Life ain't a party, man. There's So many real things that we need to address and discuss and get, especially as Black people in America, because we st- we forgot that we on an up climb. We still got a big hill to climb, man. You gotta understand? Civil rights wasn't that long ago. It's like once we got once we got segregation, everybody felt like we made it. Like okay, we could drink out the same water fountain, we good. Nah, man, that's not. Come on, man. We the underdogs in this country, and we gotta still fight, man. We still have to learn how to do things that that. that the asians do the, the jews do if you uh, jews know how to economize man if they could be if there's a jewish store on the corner and, and and the jewish store the, if a jewish person lives 10 blocks away he'll pass all them stores to go to that jewish store before he goes spend his money anywhere else because and, and, and us us is as, as as black people in america we're we what they call the poor purchases, the dumb people who spend money recklessly and aimlessly, and none of it generates back into our communities, none of it. We spend more money in this country than anybody else annually. Black people, we spend like $40 billion a year in America, billions, well, why is it not coming back to our community? Why is our communities always messed up, you know what I'm saying? Our community is always, always, always toe down. It was funny just driving up here. I was I was showing Kelly. I'm like, yo, we was in. I'm like, we in a ghetto, man. I'm like, look around. We look around. You see liquor stores everywhere, Chinese restaurants everywhere, all of the stuff, you know, everywhere. You know, no black businesses. All just you know Arab liquor stores, Dominican nail shops, all the stuff we see. Then a few blocks later, you know, the, the neighborhood just generally gets nicer and nicer. And I'm like, then you see more police. We see more, you know, I'm like, this is not by design, this is, I mean, this is not by coincidence, this is a design because it's like this in every ghetto ghetto I go to, mm-hmm. it's like you go down there oh, that's the black neighborhood, that's the poor, that's where it's toe down at,
8: mm-hmm.
15: you know what I'm saying but up the street is nice this is where the other people are mm-hmm. this is not coincidence, man you know, I was born that night not last night, you ain't gonna pull a wool over my eyes like that, but it's up to us man, you, we can't blame nobody at this point but ourselves, man but ourselves and the adults and and, and the people who grew up the the 40 the 40 year olds and the 30 year olds now have we have a responsibility to these teenagers and to these kids who's who's coming up next because if we don't teach them nothing what are they going to teach the generation coming up after them
2: no doubt no doubt some very true words with that and speaking of and also kind of segueing into um some of the extra stuff with the album um With everything that goes on, because I think once you actually get into just checking stuff out, whether it's probably the documentaries or reading or other types of things, you see that there's more that's going on in life in general. And I guess how some things are, kind of by design in general in terms of how situations are and having to try to break out of them after you learn that. Um, What do you feel are like maybe some of the greatest stories never told history-wise in terms of how things are right now?
15: Some of the greatest stories never told is, is how they snatch up our kids and the reason why i used to always ask my mother right why do i have to go to school why is it a must you know what i'm saying because my mother used i used to cut school a lot i had a poor attendance record and my mother would always say well you better go to school not because you need to have an education or you need or without an education that's what she should have been saying but she her whole stance was if you don't go to school the white, the white man gonna come get your ass, and make you go to school. Yes. So I'm like, why? What? Well, why is this? Why do I have to go to school? What if I don't want to go to school? What if I want to be dominant? Nah, that's because what they do is they breed employees. That's what they do. They need, they breed employees, and they go. Here's our, sister. you know, you go teach whatever you want your kid at home, but he has to learn this certain protocol of 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 our teachings. He has to know this, this, and that. You got to get a certain thing on this test to get to, a, to the next level. And I, I never looked at it, but it is exactly what it is. It's schooling. You're actually schooling somebody from from when he's five years old mm-hmm. to when he's almost an adult. Mm-hmm. So they're in your system. you teaching them what you want them to know. Like, like for instance... Us as Black people, we don't learn about Africa. We learn African American history in school. To, to 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 get past that, you either gotta go to a special school, or you gotta that's gotta be a higher learning. You learn start learning about that in college. When you get to college, by then if they taught us from young, you know all the dynasties and things that we created as Black people, that's gonna have us, you know, knowing that we could be more. You don't bring us from the slave ship up. You know, teaches about slavery and, and, and you know civil rights movements and all. that always make us feel and look inferior when we know the history of the world. You know, e- you go back to Africa and, and Egyptology and Egypt and the pyramids and all. They don't teach us that in public schools. Very true. They don't teach you that because even the cartoons. One thing, one thing I was doing a knowledge to, and, and you know, cartoons are subliminal seduction. They teach us to be violent. Every cartoon I watch was violent, from Thundercats to G.I. Joe. They were shooting from Voltron. Had a sword. Everything go down. He cutting somebody in half. Even cartoons like Popeye. You look at Popeye, who was an American, was fighting Brutus, who was a Russian, over what? Over olive oil. Every Over oil. So it was like subliminal seduced. is subliminal seduction, even as a kid, to where they, they got you already messed up in the mind. So you grow up thinking, okay, now I got to go to college and get a job. They give you that big loan to go to college. So for the next 10 years of your life, you in debt. See what I'm saying? The next 10 years of your life, you in debt. By the time you get out of debt, all right, now it's time for you to just go find a job and be an employee for the rest of your life to keep the system going because 10% of the people control 90% of the wealth in America. This is a very, very, very capitalist country. You shouldn't have billionaires living. Upstairs from a homeless man who downstairs ain't got nothing to eat. And say you're a democracy. It don't make sense. Nothing in this country makes sense. They always say sex and violence. This country is like a big oxymoron. They say sex and violence is wrong. So why is porn the number one industry? Porn sells more than music in America. And violence, we already know that America is the most violent country in the world. They have the biggest military. We like 13th in education and like number one in military. We got the strongest army, and that's why we're the superpower of the world. But then they tell you, "Oh, don't use violence." You know what I'm saying they'll go blow up, they'll go wipe out a whole country. But if I do something protecting myself, or even I could be feel, I could feel like threatened. And if I use something violent to protect myself, I'm going to prison because I'm not Jewish and I'm not, I'm not rich. I'm black and I don't matter. So, you know, you broke the law, you going to jail.
2: And if y'all don't know what all that was about by now, I hope you get some research done because like, you breaking it down <laughs> really, really well nah, at this moment true. with that in regards of, you know, all of that type of thing. Know, see, I know, love these. I love
15: Blue Dog? You know, remember Popeye? remember the um, little dude little grumpy? Mm-hmm. You know who he was? He was good. He was a Jewish guy. That's why he said, i gladly pay Tuesday they for a for hand hand-over hand-over today. Hand-over. today. Yeah. Every, every episode he do. He's smart. He's the one who said, "I want something now for free, and I I got I get you back later." <laughs>
2: See, there we go. Besides the fact that black kids never have special powers in cartoons, but that's a whole other thing I too. I had, we had Fat
15: go Alba, there. with some dude with big lips, you know, who couldn't talk like. Right. And, and, and I, I was I was somewhere, and they were showing me the top black cartoon, and Fat Albert was number one. And, and even though it was Bill Cosby, who I highly respect, I'm like, there was a lot of black exploitation in that cartoon. One dude, his lips was so big, they was bigger than his face, and he could drug funny. Like that's not funny, you know what I'm saying? But now that we see, now we see, um, you know, people pumping stuff in their lips, and they want to get the fake booties, and they want to, they want to look like curvaceous black women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So oh, as we evolve, and you know, they they, they want to go to tanning salons and burn their skin and try to look dark how to look like not even a racist I'm not a racist and I, don't, I hate to come off like this because it sounds like I'm being racist when I'm not I'm just being real mm-hmm. I'm being a realist and I, I was born in America and I lived here my whole life and I seen I've been walked into a store and had people follow me around just because I'm black
8: mm-hmm.
15: you see what I'm saying I walked into places and, and, and with and being in this industry I walked into certain places with white friends and they treat me like I'm, like I'm great because I'm with my white friends, and I go in there with my friends, mm-hmm. and I get treated totally different. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to try to deny and ignore it. it don't seem like, because I drive a nice car, mm-hmm. that I'm, I I got, I'm, I had a Mercedes, because the way I look, I still, I drive a, a S550 Mercedes, and I might have got pulled over 17 times in that car. It don't make sense. Mm-hmm. You telling me that's not profiling? At one point, I had to go to the precinct and show them, like, look, this is, this is absurd, man. This is absurd. 17 times I get pulled over because I don't look like I should be driving this car. What does the person who should drive this car look like?
2: Oh, similar thing happened to my mom, who's about 58 years old and on the bench. So, you know, where it's like, okay, I'm sure this small black lady who's about 4'11 is going had really jacked somebody for this car, but
15: (laughs) okay, whatever. They want to know why she's doing it, who she is, And, and one of the... I've never seen i never seen a cop show or or read nothing to where one of the protocol questions when you pull somebody over is, what do you do? I always get that question. What do you do? What do you mean what I do? You're supposed to say license and registration. Tell me how I made an infraction. What does what do I do have to do with you pulling me over?
2: Another reason why post-racial is just a term for be quiet. As well, far as I'm racism concerned, racism
15: is all-time highest, man, because it's because we don't see it. At least when it was slavery, we understood what it was. It was your nigga I'm this. I don't like you. You don't like me. It was blatant, so we understood it. We it wasn't like they was trying to pull a wool over our eyes. Now they go, oh no, there ain't no racism. Because racism now is systematic, it's systematic racism, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's a, a way, 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 way different kind of animal, because cause nobody's aware that it's really happening. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you start saying that, they go, oh, get over it, man, you can't blame <laughs> they You know, you have black people tell you that. Oh, you can't blame
2: that. Man. I mean,
15: come on, let's be realistic. Here, man. You know what I'm saying?
2: No doubt, no doubt and i mean we can go on with this all day but i know yeah, you got yeah, mad more stuff yeah. to do and everything else i I love these type of conversations but you know people are gonna have to be thirsty for the upcoming album and everything else that you're doing and getting involved in can you just tell the people um uh, when the album's dropping some of the um getting producers involved and um what side are people going to get from you from the greatest story <clears throat> never oh, told
15: they're gonna get the real me man like they're gonna get me this is my offering to the world man and um First, I'm answer the producer's question. You know, of course, everybody know Just Blaze is at the helm. He, um, he's the executive producer along with S- Sway Calloway and Rich Nice, You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, legendary hip-hop guys who I respect and I love. And um, what they're going to get is brutal honesty, man. A lot of people are not going to understand how my opportunity to talk to the world, is, uh, just like I'm talking in this interview, mm-hmm. I got to give people truth, man. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, and brag about the women I slept with or you know how many nice cars I have or how much money I made because it, to me that's irrelevant mm-hmm. it's irrelevant I'm not, if I'm not taking this money to to make the world a better place mm-hmm. I don't want it on my epitaph or on my tombstone when I die he fucked mad bitches oh pardon my language mm-hmm. pardon my friend or he slept with mad women he partied a, he he had mad fun I don't want that mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying That's I want to be somebody who was known, who known for trying to Make the generation to come up after me because I think that's what life is about, right? Growth and development. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna set a standard and lead by example to show that you know it's cool. It, you could be cool and still be a responsible black man. You know, man. Yeah. It's not cool. You could be cool and still take care of your children and still teach your children and guide them and, and be there and nourish them. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't got to be on the corner smoking a blunt or or, or involved in a gang, involved in gay gang activities that feel like you a man. Prison is not a rite of passage for us, man. Prison is destroying our our, our race, man. And we got to stay out of them jails. Stop putting ourselves in positions to let these people lock us up and take us away from our families. It's up to us now, man. We, we wise and smart enough to know what we're doing. Leave them drugs alone, put them drugs down, them guns, killing each other. Yeah, I was in prison, man, and I did one day, Some just told me to do a survey. I went around just my little dorm, the dorm I was in, mm-hmm. and I asked everybody in there, who got a violent crime? The dude raised their hand, a bunch of people raised their hand. So I said, you know, it's 90% black and Latino in there, right? Mm-hmm. I asked everybody who got a violent crime, what, what color was the person that you committed your crime against? Everybody was black. Not one person in there said I did something to a white dude or, or to a, somebody else. Everybody is all against your own people, and that's still the slavery mentality that we have to break, man. We have to learn to love each other and love love who we are. The reason why it's easier for gangbangers to kill each other is because we look just he looks like you. You know what I'm saying he looks like you and he, and he comes from where you come from so it's easy to be self-destructive we're self-destructive people and we need to snap out of that mentality now mm-hmm.
2: very real very true so y'all know what's going on greatest story never told dropping 2011 they had the Valentine's day if I remember correctly that's february 15th
8: that's why I
15: encourage that's why I encourage all you beautiful young ladies out there, you know, to, if you really love your man, <laughs> to yeah. go pick up that greatest story never told and give it to him because it's going to make him a better man. It's going to make the love making better. It's going to make your house better, every, your relationship better, everything, man. That's that's the stocking stuff for and all that for Valentine's Day, man. Greatest Story Never Told, February 15th. Please go support the truth.
2: Yeah, you better be careful. You got to up with other people buying that like Viagra, but that may help out at the end of the day. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, definitely got to thank you for your time and doing this interview. You know, we really appreciate it. The audience has really been appreciating your music for quite some time. We're just glad to see that um, more is going on. And, you know, um, oh, do you want to give people anything like your Twitter or website real quick? Oh, yeah, why
15: not? Man? You could um, go on Twitter, The Real Saigon, um, Facebook, Saigon Nation, saigonnation.com. You know, just inarmsreach.org. If you can make a donation, you know what I'm saying, whether it's whether it's a, a monetary, it don't gotta be monetary. It could be something tangible. It could be toys, old clothes. You don't wear old coat. Something as long as it ain't too raggedy. You know what I'm saying, if it's raggedy, we might send it back to you. Um, <laughs> no offense, but you know these kids, they still gotta be able to look nice when they go to school. But but we you know we accept it. we accept everything, man. And we're just gonna try to keep, you know, uplifting our community and keep being activists and being active in our community, you know, not just on Thanksgiving passing out turkeys. That don't make you an activist, you know. What I'm saying a lot of people do that on Thanksgiving and go, "Yeah, I did my duty as a black man. I gave out some turkeys on Thanksgiving." Now this is a 365 day a year thing. We have to, we gotta raise our babies, man. We got, we have a responsibility to our, to our future.
2: All right, no doubt, no doubt and you know we just wrapped up this great interview besides being able to hear the radio show through all of our great broadcast affiliates you can go and get this weekly um, subscription to the fuse box radio broadcast via itunes zune and flycast you can also go to our official blog site blackradiosback.com to check out the interview the song playlist and all that good stuff as well as our podcast site directly on the web at fuseboxradio.podomatic.com in the meantime we're going to go ahead and get us some saigon tracks and y'all know what time it is it's the fuse box radio broadcast with dj fusion and john judah 21st century black radio for the masses never watered down always bringing the good sound all right peace
0: listening oh. to Fusebox Radio VJ Fuse Um, oh.
8: oh.
10: Cold. Cause it's cold, cold, cause it's cold, cause it's cold, it's cold. Cause it's cold. Uh. and I'm cold,
13: Check. cause it's My cold. mama with my grandmama now, I wonder what they saying when they looking down, wonder if I made them proud, uh. I made it this far, I wonder if that made them smile, I took something so well and I made it mad, but now people taking my kindness for a weakness, talking about me like I ain't one of the deepest, like uh. I ain't connected to them with them sleepers. did they be happy to introduce food to the grim beepers? You think you know me cause you see me on a website Well did you know I'm in some drama almost every night I never said to be a f***ing celebrity So I don't know what people think Give them the right to mess with me Feeling like they testing me Getting ready to lose control Mama woulda said use music and suits the soul I, know. I try to live my life from cruise control But I feel a need to speed right now babe bro Cause it's cold It's
10: so cold. Cause
16: it's, cold. it's cold, and I'm cold, cold. Cause it's cold, it's cold,
10: it's cold,
13: it's cold. It's cold. It's cold, and I'm cold. cold, my mama with my grandfather now, if heaven got a ghetto, they in that part of town, I wonder if it cold. get cold up there in the cloud. cause down here Jack Frost ain't around, even in the summertime, you can feel the wind chill, shots light up the night, Getting it in still, this is where we call home. This is like a war zone. Try to dress warm, put the long John draws on. Homie, it's cold, and you gonna need more than some hot chocolate. Cause when it's on, somebody's spitting them Glock Rockets. Say you seen something, they ain't for your eye sockets. This is our hustle, and no, you cannot knock it. It's freezing out here. You would think that it was winter season, I swear. Everywhere you could turn, the feds in the Jesus right there. It's like a freaking nightmare. It's, cold. it's so
10: cold in the streets. Yes, sir. It's so cold. Anywhere that you go. Uh-uh. Somebody take me to another place. Where? A place where, where it, it ain't, ain't so cold. cold. Cause it's cold. It's cold. Cause it's cold. it's cold. And I'm cold. I'm cold.
13: Here, man, reception, this ain't got no money, no job, still shooting, going to jail every day, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm, it's calm, it's called. it's calm, it's
17: calm, uh, gone. yeah. The five foot wonder in you ever
13: sunlight. Get the sunlight, better
5: check out DJ Fusion.
13: No matter what they do, no matter what they say. Know you'll make it someday. You know the feeling when your back is up against the wall. They love you, but you ain't convinced at all. Tell them they fully, full of they tell you you're insecure. Calling you immature, Does that make sense to y'all. You ever feel like it's you against the whole world? Like everybody is scheming, even your own girl. Your homeboys seem to be counting your money. You tell them you ain't got it, and you looking at your funny. I'm feeling like I probably need to either lead a game alone or even be the G to bang the chrome to get his name known. How does this gone story end? know what they say but now y'all say i'm a
10: killer i feel i'm as high as i can be and y'all ain't gonna die as high as me i can't be no real
13: y'all ain't gonna be Drug. It's not from a drink. It's not from a night at the club. It's not from a broad. It's not what I caught from the dealer. I would tell you, but if I tell you, then I gotta kill you. I've been around a little web, but I'm kind of scared. It's ill, like a vet that's still wet behind the ear. It's a- Call, but I don't feel a threat behind the stairs, I'm looking for fix and they could be volunteered. I hear somebody jump out the window to try to stop me. I wait for you to shoot them like I was a paparazzi. Manny stack system knocking the Maserati. I jump out the back and turn your block into Nagasaki. I shouldn't have to always make an issue with the pistol just to prove the kid is the fish tissue to the grizzle. How does this Saigon story end? Know what they say for now? Y'all say I'm a
10: kill I'm as high as I can be And y'all ain't gon' die as high as me I can't be no real
13: love. Y'all ain't gon' bring me down Nah, Y'all ain't gon' bring me down Y'all ain't gon' bring, bring, bring me down I can't be no real love. Y'all ain't gon' bring me down I'm Too
10: high,
14: but it's not if from I'm the drug as
10: high, as I can be. high on if lightning love I can from be no Y'all ain't going bring me down. Y'all ain't gonna bring me down. No! Y'all ain't gonna bring me down. The invincible
13: side One,
10: two, three. Y'all cool. say I'ma I feel I'm as high as I can be. And y'all ain't gonna die as high as me. I
13: can't be no Y'all ain't going bring me down. Y'all ain't gonna bring
0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman, and this is Direct Effects, the Jump Off. Your hottest daily five minute dose of entertainment and college news brought to you by the Black University Radio Network. And remember, you can follow us at twitter.com, front slash black college, or you can check us out at www.burn1.biz. And on today's show, we continue to get it in with Genuine. His new album, Elgin, drops February 8th, his seventh studio project, and he's giving away a 2011 Custom Range Rover, y'all. To enter and win, visit genuine.com. That's G I N U W I N E.com. And billionaire media mogul Oprah Winfrey launches her own network, O W N. That's right, the Oprah Winfrey Network. Launched this month to huge ratings. Now, let's make no mistake, other than B E T and TV1, O W N, that's the Oprah Winfrey Network, is the only other black network in the country. Well, if you don't count ESPN and despite what some would call a down year, Tiger Woods was still the top earning golfer in the world and the second leading athlete earner in the world this year. And remember, the road to the Black College Final Four leads to Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right, the Queen City. For the CIAA Conference, build the Black College Final Four. And Toyota's wrapped all around that. And they're giving away a 2011 Toyota Prius and three $1,000 scholarships. All you have to do to enter is Visit contest.toyotagreen.com. Now it's limited to CIAA schools, so
18: you better hurry. Yo, yo, check it out. This is your boy A living legend. I'm
5: coming up next, and you're listening to The Burn Network. Y'all know what it is. Keep it locked right here, baby.
6: Being green is about more than just saving trees. It's about economic opportunities, making sure our neighborhoods don't become dumping grounds for pollution and waste, and teaching our children that by living green today, the world they inherit tomorrow will be brighter. That's the message of the Toyota Green Initiative, a program to bring green to our day-to-day lives. By working with educators, HBCUs, and environmental nonprofits, we are spreading the message, and we want you to join us. Find out more at toyotagreen.com. Toyota,
2: moving forward.
6: (laughs)
0: We're back in if studio with platinum selling recording star Genuine. I his new album, Elgin, is available this February 8th, and you can enter and win a brand new Range Rover. That's right, Genuine is giving away a brand new custom 2011 Range Rover to one of his fans. All you have to do is visit genuine.com. Now, the boy has been grinding for 15 years, and here's Genuine speaking on how he came up with the the title of his new album,
7: LG. I remember that my mom, before she passed, she told me to use my name for something in this business. And I said, Now's a better time than any, so let me just come up, just let me just use my name this time. Make it simple, you know, and, and, and sweet. You know what I mean? So um, they asked me, What did I want to name the, the CD? And I just said Elgin. And they was like, wow, that's all right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know they were thinking, because I know they were thinking, I mean, thinking like I was going to try to come up with something all crazy. And I was just like, nah, I'm just going to name it
0: Elgin. Well said, bruh. Keep it simple. That's Genuine. And his new album, Elgin, is due everywhere this February 8th. And you can visit him on Facebook.com front slash Elgin Genuine. And thanks for the time, bruh. And tomorrow, we'll talk about where we can catch you live at. Oprah Winfrey's Oprah Winfrey Network. OWN launched this month to a huge audience. The OWN network drew enough viewers to establish a firm presence among cable viewers, according to Nielsen Ratings. During the first weekend of broadcasting, the network ranked third among all ad-supported cable networks in the 25 to 54 audience demo. Only ESPN and USA Network ranked higher. And the new original series that will kickstart the new network are The Judds, which follow country music legends Naomi and Wynonna Judd as they prepare for their first tour in 10 years. Carson Nation, with fashion and design expert Carson Kressley, and Ryan Ann Tatum, star in the reality series is the O'Neills. The OWN Network will be the exclusive home of the best of Dr. Phil and the behind-the-scenes last season of the Oprah Winfrey Show, the top-rated show on ABC Network for 25 years. The OWN Network is available in 80% of homes with cable. Check your local listings and for more entertainment news, you can always visit EURWeb.com. Tiger Woods has once again ended a calendar year as golf's top moneymaker. Despite suffering a pay cut of $48 million, after ending his marriage, losing his swing, and failing to win a single tournament this year. The world's number two top-earning athlete top Golf Digest annual list for 2010 with $74.2 million in earnings. Of that, only $2 million came from tournament purses. The rest accumulated off-course through endorsements and appearance fees. In 2009, Woods dominated the standings with $121.9 million in earnings. He did lose his AT&T sponsorship deal worth $35 million in annual revenues. Woods ended his PGA Tour season without a single title for the first time since he turned pro in 1996, 14 years ago. Despite that, he continues to be a marketing magnet. He is still paid over $60 million annually by sponsors, such as Nike, EA Sports, Procter & Gamble, Gillette, Louis Vuitton, and Upper Deck. For more entertainment news,
1: you can always visit eurweb.com. Okay, I'll listen. They're just three little words, but sometimes they can be very tough to say especially when your son or daughter wants to talk to you about joining the U.S. Army.
16: Okay, I'll listen.
1: They're just three little words. But if you find the strength to say them to your son or daughter, you'll hear the opportunity to create a future that's stronger than you ever imagined, a future full of advanced training and over 150 careers, along with the discipline and leadership skills they need to succeed in any situation. Add tuition assistance and up to $40,000 in enlistment bonuses, and soon you'll realize the U.S. Army is a viable option.
16: Okay, I'll listen.
1: They're just three little words. But if you say them to your son or daughter when they want to talk about joining the U.S. Army, you'll hear the thought put into their decision. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You made them strong. We'll make them Army strong. Paid for it by the U.S. Army. That's
0: going to do it for this edition of Direct Effects, y'all. It's a wrap. And make sure you follow us at Twitter. That's twitter.com front slash black college. And facebook.com front slash black college. And remember to share us so all your friends can check us out. Until tomorrow, it's your boy right here, Lamar Blackman. Let's go. you to Direct defense,
10: boy. boy, boy, boy.
11: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fuse Box
3: Lady
9: The John Judah. Radio. be everyone-
17: Deeper, deeper, and deeper until they can't free no more. Then we come to ladies when the ladies party. The ladies got to get down all the way down to the ground. They ain't never got down to no more. We got it. This little friend gonna get on the floor with all the ladies. But I've seen and man in and teeny and time, y'all. Say what my yeah In the back but they got all that ages. I don't know where they getting all this eddy from, but they got all that And it showed up somewhere. Hey, they gon' get down in the get down. you The one time,
9: to the fuse box with John Judah.
16: the time we have tonight. Join
15: us next time. Good night.